Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they'll stop short or go far, from celebrity to in the car, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Why don't he just go jump in a lake? It's my co-host, Evan. Between west and east, between man and beast, it's my co-host, Saker. I'm the missing link. I'm between man and beast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would you turn into? Like, if you're between man and beast, you get, like, a weird form. Oh, like, I couldn't get all the way to werewolf, but I could get, like, halfway there where it just hurts yeah, all you the just time. Yeah, you're just a human with paws. That's <laughs> no, but only on the half moon, so twice yeah. a month. Yeah, and you uh, you get you get a mouthful of fangs, but your jaw doesn't change, so it just <laughs> you can't really close your it mouth hurts or whatnot. So bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My it my snout begins to grow up, but it's just my nose that grows bigger. Yeah. So I just have a real big. Your ass ears nose. get furry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You also get the wolf's digestive system. <laughs> oh no, six stomachs. <laughs> you're aware. You're aware of something, but you can only turn internally. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. That's the worst. <laughs> I have the heart of a turtle. What's different about a tortoise's digestive system? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. It's in a shell, right? They can't get out of their shell. Or they die. Yeah. So you just die, I guess. Wait, do they die if they go out of their shells? Yeah, they don't. They don't switch their shell. They, they're not like snails. Yeah, but like if I pushed one out. Would it die immediately? You try to move in? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because aren't they like... Cheap living. Wired to their... It's like hardwired to their shell. Oh, like their spine yeah. is on the inside of that. Boy, that makes... The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live tour was called the Out of Their Shells tour, which is really dark now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, gross. So they can they can suck in, but they can't leave. They can suck in, but they can't leave. <laughs> the Hotel California, as I would say. <laughs> um, Radical. <laughs> So interesting. I've never thought about that, but yeah, Mike Mikey can't leave his show behind. He's always in it, even if it's inconvenient for him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just like I can never leave. Do they my... ever actually like? Do they canonically go into their shells at ever ever? You mean seem like... real life turtles or the teenage mutant the teenage ninja, ninja turtles? Oh yeah, I think they have. Like, can they like suck in? I think they can. Like well, they, they seem... have human arms and legs. Yeah, it seems like they're way too That's big to fit. In. <laughs> That's a, a lot, lot to. You think they like fold up and get in there? A lot of meat for that amount of space. I think it's one of those deceptive things where you would never think they'd be able to do it, but like, lo and behold, they they're transform. Mostly, yeah, they're mostly full of water or something, so they just yeah. start peeing, and then like blood and all the liquids come out of them, and then they kind of desiccate up and get in that shell. That's right. Yes. But then you have to throw them in a, a lake or something for them to. To reinvigorate. And they're f- are they freshwater or saltwater turtles? These are fresh. Uh, well, they're in sewers, so I guess <laughs> poopwater <laughs> turtles. There's no. They're really unhealthy. <laughs> they really are. It seems so cool to live in a sewer back when I watched it, but now I think about it, I'm like, yeah. mm. don't you just want to live in a sewer and eat pizza all day? <laughs> Eat sewer pizza, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I have to keep delivering these pizzas to the sewer. <laughs> Everything down there has a, a thin layer of e-, e. coli on it, right? Yeah, it has to. But they're probably, I don't know, maybe they're immune to it because they're, I mean, they, they grew up out of radiation. Ooh, yeah. So it's like when you eat a little bit of poison each day. If I eat a little bit of E. coli every day, <laughs> yeah. I'll build up my immunity to E. coli. That's, that's how it happens. <laughs> you just eat a little bit of radium every day and you build up your immunity to... to that's not bad. I feel like I should have started, I mean, probably like 20, 25 years ago, but I should have started to eat a little bit of poison every day. You could. Yeah. Yeah. But now at this point, it's going to kill me. I'm too old. That's an, a young man. Create, create a pharmacopoeia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd just be mildly sick for your entire life. Yes. But if I tried to use Iocane powder on you. I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I don't know. Do you think, how would you know when you're done? I guess. I think when you build up a tolerance to it, because you'd have to take, I mean... But how do you know when you've built up a tolerance? When you take some and it doesn't affect you. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. That makes sense, I guess. All right, so then you switch to something else. Yeah. You what are the big three poisons? What are the big th- Arsenic. Uh-huh. Uh, cocaine. <laughs> and? Alcohol. Okay, good. I mean, by cause of death, probably alcohol. Nicotine? Nicotine. Well, no, cancer is the cause of yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, alcohol poisoning probably kills a lot of people. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, Fat. Fat, I'm Poison- sure. fat poisoning. That's <laughs> the worst poison there. Is. Eat too much. Eat radiation too much. is probably on that list, right? I don't know how many people die of radiation poisoning. I mean, everybody who dies of cancer—that's—that's that's what kills you. That's what kills you. The cancer doesn't kill you. It's just a big. It's the biggest. This is the biggest, the biggest trick the, the devil ever played <laughs> yes. was people convincing people that God. So both of our dads died of of, of radiation of, poisoning. of radiation poisoning. And speaking of elf, cancer, elf shot, <laughs> elf shot. That's like when you get killed by an elf. It's still a cause of death in like Finland and like uh, Iceland. I'm sorry. Like, if you're walking along and suddenly like you dropped out of a heart attack or something, they call it elf shot. They call it elf shot or something like that. It's still it's still 
I don't know how recently, but I know that in like modern, like post two thousand, that still is a is a recognized cause of death. Fucking wild! Wow, elf in, shot, elf shot. Okay, get, get, get fucking elf shot, man. That seems like... That's why you got to always put the bowl of cream and butter outside your windowsill. <laughs> You'll never have a heart attack because you've put all your cream and butter away from you. Yes. That's perfect. actually very smart. Turns out very healthy. Yeah. It's like a, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff about like elves are actually like really good because um, they live under the ground near your house, the Tomta, they uh-huh. live, and they, uh, they'll do work for you if, you're, if you treat them well. But one of the things that pisses them off is when... like boys will come out and urinate right next to the house oh sure because it'll drip down onto them and they get fucking angry yeah but really it's just a good it's just best practices not to piss right next to your house especially in olden days you know when you don't have like central air or anything and you just your house just smells like piss yeah yeah so these are all just uh better practices things dressed up the elves just want us to be our best selves oh shit dude spell selves without elves Spells of the cells. <laughs> Damn, you really blew Don't my mind. Don't say amen. As you always do. Say amen. Don't say amen. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Is that part of the spell? Yeah. Okay. Well, we had a good transition a while ago, <laughs> but then we fucking beefed it as we you always You know who's do. an elf? Who's that? Kevin Hearn. Well, that's... We are a One Piece podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Kevin Hearn is an elf. Let's talk about the Hearn. Our song this week is called Tired of Fighting With You, and if you've never heard it before, listeners, here's a slow sample. Tired of fighting words. Uh, I feel like we're going to have to slow this entire uh, podcast down by like half speed. So we hit at like 45 uh, minutes. minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, slow jam today. Oh, man. We are. This is you. You messaged me on, I think, Thursday of this week and just said like, what a wet fart to end this. (laughs) I didn't say wet fart. I said like a like like a long sustained but like yet gentle fart where yeah. it's just like that's right. yeah it feels good it just out. keeps going yeah i mean you got a lot of pressure built up in there you yeah. get it out everything feels good yeah yeah absolutely and this song doesn't feel bad it certainly is nothing though <laughs> this is this is the definition of kevin hearn yeah i like to smooth i think the definition of kevin hearn is too much synth and infinite chorus <laughs> and this one he's like a program that gets caught he's like a macro that gets caught in a, <laughs> in a loop. loop yeah he has to be manually turned off at the end when he's just tired of fighting with you for control the f8 time. out of this song yeah. <laughs> it has to re- hard reset him. i wish this song had ended with just like a boo <laughs> do you think that like to hard reset kevin like they're like oh fuck jim do you still have your, that chopstick from last night and they're like yeah yeah and they just take this chopstick and just insert it into his nose all the way up oh, to press man. the button and he's like <laughs> Is Kevin He's just going, tired of fighting, I'm tired of fighting. He just keeps doing like it. a record on loop. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Kevin Hearn is a Persicom? Do you think he's from the Chobits <laughs> universe? He is a... I didn't know what a Persicom was, but I do know Chobits. Okay, good. I don't, right. I've never seen it, but I know of it. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it would hold up nowadays. Is a Persicom just a robot? A robot that looks like a human. What's a robot? <laughs> oh my god, is Kevin Hearn the answer to this uh, robot What's rumble? What's a robot? No. Um, yeah. Well, okay, so... so. Oh, boy. <laughs> this <one. laughs> so what are we going to say about this song? I like the smooth jazz opening. Like, it was like a Kenny G song, like Going Home or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there's, there's some stuff to like about this. Yeah. yeah there's, uh, there's, like, piano trills that kind of sound like a lullaby when he starts talking about his daughter. And I think of my little girl The biggest love in the world I know I'll fight some more I know what I'm fighting for Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lullaby in that it slowly lulls you to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah. instantly fall asleep. <laughs> ten, ten hours of instant YouTube. <laughs> this joke's for no one but us. I hate this. Um, and then there's, you know, in terms of the instrumentation, there's that echoey kick in the background that, like, I thought that was cool. And that's something we don't hear a lot because I think most of their songs are so fast-paced. There's no yeah. room for it. I mean, it. it was really nice, like, the first, you know, 
30 seconds of the song and then it just repeated over and over and over again with different words yeah yeah like there was nothing musically new i mean i yeah you're right nothing music i mean they added in the lullaby part a little bit but that's not super musically interesting and there was no bridge right i couldn't tell where the bridge was i i'm not sure if it was like um uh no, I guess not. I guess not. There was, there no, was no bridge. So, there was no bridge, no solo. Yeah. It was just it's a just straight up... all chorus. Verse, chorus, <laughs> verse, chorus, verse, chorus, 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 chorus. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the lyrics are... Speaking of verses and choruses, I mean, another song about uh, cancer, his battle with cancer. Sanser. Sanser. Sanser Claw. He <laughs> comes and brings you radium for your birthday. Yeah. Um... It is weird. I thought it was an interesting throwback that uh, Maroon ended with Hidden Sun, which is our cancer song. Yeah. And then this ended with Tired of Fighting With You. Uh, Hidden Sun, obviously, an infinitely better song <laughs> by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's okay. Everything's fine, I guys. Just, I wondered if this was, like, supposed to be a throwback or if this is just the best place to put a bad feel song. Just like this is where the bad feel songs go. They, they, wanted, they wanted to end the, the the album on sort of a, a somber note, a slower a slower note. You know, they wanted to kind of like thank you for having us. Um, we're gonna take off, yeah. and then like they just like slowly shut the door. <laughs> Wait, was Grinning Streak where we had um, watching the Northern Lights? No, that was all in good time. Yeah, right. Uh, what the fuck did Grinning Streak end with? Now I'm I'm having trouble remembering. Was it also a Kevin Hearn slow jam? God, what a weird... That's where they've relegated his songs to, like, the last place... It was Crawl, which was a Robertson song that felt like a Hearn song, <laughs> uh, where it was too much synths, and the uh, the uh, angels broke into the church at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Canonically, the angels <laughs> broke into the church and raptured everybody. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just a... It's a weird... A weird thing to keep ending with these down notes. You want to end with dessert. You don't want to end with broccoli. Well, a CD is not a meal. Is a, it? An album is not a meal. <laughs> what? You don't think there's appetizers and then entree? <laughs> you always track two is the entree or track three. You get your big meal. So yeah. Okay. You get your big meal and then you get 42 desserts. After. <laughs> like, if, I mean, if track two or three is the entree, yeah, okay, what's never, the rest of the album? Never mind. Would you like to try something from our uh, <laughs> shrimp tray? Would you like to try something from our chicken tray uh-huh. would you like some salted vegetables there's four salads in a row that yeah so be like fun. it'd be like a buffet right so yeah. you go up you get your you get your i don't know chinese buffet so you get your little soup your little soup of moose bouche you sure. get your drink that's your tea one. yeah that's track one it's almost begun <laughs> and then entree track two you fill up your plate you heap your plate with food and then you're yeah. like god i'm so fucking full but i have to keep going back to make my money's worth three through twelve <laughs> or just return trips to the buffet <laughs> Maybe a single French fry, maybe a cinnamon roll. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm glad I saved room for these uh, desserts. Hey, man, if you if I'm at my favorite CC's Pizza Buffet, then I am doing tracks three through twelve are a trays of cinnamon rolls. Their cinnamon rolls are amazing, and you know, I'm a little pizza, a lot of dessert, maybe. So maybe albums are a trip to CC's Pizza. <laughs> um, I think there's throw be- the crust away. You got to throw away at oh. least ten percent of each song. And trust me. When we resequence the album next week, I will have thrown away all the crust. Get your crust bucket ready. Um, I think there's a way to read this where it's a relationship, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, Kevin has come out and said what the text of the song is. Right, right. right? I was thinking maybe like depression. You could like, for, you know, battling battling depression. That's true. Because if it's about a relationship, there are lines like, you know, that are kind of like, you know, well, you know what? I'll stay in it for the kid. If it's about depression or cancer, that's, uh, you know, a positive thing. But if it's about a relationship, that sucks. <laughs> like, I guess I have to do this. I know I'll fight some more. Um, uh, or it could be like, I don't know. I mean, he's like sold his soul to, you know, Balbaz Nabog, the lord of the unfathomable gulf, filthiest prince of the tainted sepulcher. Sure. You know, so on and so forth. <laughs> Defenestrator general, duke of hell. <laughs> And I'm sorry, what is this? In, I'm sorry, what do you call Whose lamentations this? drown out all thought. <laughs> Did and I whose mighty claws. Do you have this written or are you just freestyling? I've been keeping, I've been keeping eye contact with you this whole time, bro. Uh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Rake the world. 
And you think that's what this song is about? Open steaming cracks into the pits of hell. You think Kev might be singing about Balzabob? The, the Balbosnabog from the from the fiftieth Dead World. Tiernanog from the Irish uh, Disneyland. Prince of the Land of Stench. Okay, cool. Rough beast. <laughs> hey, Ev. Why West and East? I mean, speaking of beasts. That's what I was talking of. Like, oh. he's the, this is, the, that's another title. Oh. <laughs> Between West and East. Okay. Honestly, I think he was looking for a rhyme, but I prefer to think he's talking about a demon that haunts him from all the directions. I do like that, because otherwise this song is a lot of rhyming dictionary bullshit going on. Like, uh, but- Okay, listen. Cut him a break. He's fucking, obviously, he's very tired. <laughs> the man battled cancer. The man is taking care of his daughter. Uh-huh. The man is uh, unearthing forgery rings. The man is uh, setting up his... National Treasure was based on him. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> on Kevin Hearn's life? Okay. God. Could you imagine National Treasure without Nick Cage and just Kevin... <laughs> he's oh, Okay. Well, here, here I am. I'm not sure about this, guys. <laughs> I love movies where the protagonist says, here I am, as if to introduce himself. Well, he's so uncomfortable on film the whole time. They're like, okay, Kevin, you're at a, like, one. I need you at, like, an 11. He's like, all right, turning it up, guys. Well, here I am at an 11. (laughs) Here I am. His famous catchphrase. But, yeah, that whole, like, between man and beast I liked. Like, uh, uh, you know, making cancer a beast I thought was cool. But between west and east was very confusing to me. Between West and East, between man and beast. Maybe he's well, tried. He's, oh, he's tried Eastern medicine. Eastern medicine. That's a good it. one. Yeah. So he's tried the traditional Western medicine, sure. which cured him. And then <laughs> he's, then he's like, maybe put I'll cancer just, in remission. I'll be safe. I'll just try some Eastern medicine, yeah. and then his cancer came back for well, some. Get some. Yeah. And I'm not knocking Eastern medicine. It has some. Uh, it has applicable qualities. Sure. Like acupuncture and various combinations uh-huh. of Which ones herbs. are you dissing? Is it Reiki? <laughs> I don't. Probably. All right. I don't know. I know, I know very Reiki. little about Reiki, but I don't think it's real. Here's what I know about Reiki: is uh, somebody from my high school who's still in Youngstown decided right after high school to not go to college and instead get his Reiki certificate. It's like, and from what I understand, it's like massage. Only they don't touch you. Yeah. <laughs> so they just manipulate your energies, which is fine. Yep. Because energies exist. So there's Reiki, and then there's massage, and then there's a is it Nuda or whatever it is, where they just rub their naked body on your naked body, and that's a type of. I was thinking like chiropractic was like is like massage the next level of massage that's sure. like massage with a degree okay so where does and, the, and i'm not dissing masseurs or masseuses i'm just uh where, where does, does the nude body rub fit in on the scale <laughs> i think it's a little bit it's between west and east okay got it between man and beast <laughs> that's where they rub a rub a cat all over you <laughs> uh, <laughs> the old I've, I've gotten fleeced by that more than once um the old feline aids <laughs> that's what they call it this will aid you um, I mean, when we're talking about bad lyrics, talking about cancer and being like, why don't you just jump in a lake? I wrote that down, too. <laughs> why don't you just jump in a lake? Cancer. <laughs> you never wait for the hearts that you will break, for the dreams that you will take. Why don't you go jump in the lake? You know, I don't think that's... I think that's probably the most, like hateful thing kevin is capable of saying <laughs> probably and I, I bet like jim and ed and ty like took him aside like dude you got to put something really like with teeth like he's like okay okay because before it was like you're not you're not a you're not nice <laughs> you know you shut the door you shut the door you, you slam doors you raised in a barn cancer <laughs> cancer um get with the program God, cancer do you think when he said why don't you go jump in a lake uh, like Kevin and Jim were like, oh, shit. like he did it. <laughs> That's for him. This is fucked yeah. up. It's like written in red pen and underlined <laughs> six times on the, on the original lyrics. Oh, but it's tr- like, Oh my God, do we need to get Kevin to therapy? <laughs> He's working out a lot of issues, anger issues here. It's the dumbest, like the worst lyric I've ever. Why don't you go jump in a lake? Oh, like I- when he gets an angry, he gets angry at the other BNL members. <laughs> like fucking and Tyler's like up in his face, like just spitting. <laughs> <laughs> he's like gosh darn it why don't you sit and spin tyler <laughs> that's as much as he's cap- tyler's like fuck you you piece of shit <laughs> it's like just slapping him on the face yeah. come on i want to see some fucking reaction i want to see some reaction <laughs> i think that you're yellow bellied tyler <laughs> oh god oh poor kev 
Um, yeah, but you know, there is some, there's some effective lyricism in here, uh, talking about, uh, uh, cancer as like the thing at the bottom of the stairs or whatever. I know you're waiting there, the bottom of the stairs. Like, I thought that was a really effective Yeah, and I mean, Kev's good at imagery when he chooses to do it. Yeah, yeah. But there wasn't really much in this song. No, no. (laughs) It was a very, much like a lot of this album, it is just on its face. It's like, here's a song about love. Here's a Mm -hmm. song about, I mean, at least this one has sort of a pretense, a metaphor that takes a tiny pinprick to like get through the veil of like, it was really nice that like i didn't it's another it's not another song about a long-term relationship gone sour like yeah if i had to listen to one more fucking ed song yeah I, i'd be done i'd just be done yeah yeah that would suck put a fucking fork in me put a fork in me um boy we still have two albums left bud <laughs> a long way to go god i hope he gets th- i hope he goes through goes to therapy <laughs> between this and uh you know fake nudes and gets works through his issues with steve so we can get some alternate <laughs> lyrics like i'm not asking for like back, a return to gordon or anything where sure. we had like fun I, just something other than long-term relationships and steve breaking up the band yeah anything that would be nice and i feel like i'm gonna get monkey's pod but you know i'm really excited for that well i predict that the first song will be a song about how they're back and how cool it is to be back and how they're gonna do great this album <laughs> uh and uh the last song will be a song about well, here we are kevin saying how he spilled his ice cream on the ground and he's very sad about it that's not to compare his struggles with cancer to dropping ice cream on the ground, obviously. This is a big fucking deal. Uh, and, you know, it. I mean, it came back during the Silver Ball sessions, mm-hmm. which is pretty wild. Um, yeah. There's uh, the Spotify commentary to this song. I was really curious to see if he'd talk more about the musicality or more about the lyrics or whatever. Uh, it's less than a minute long. He talked mostly about his lunch. <laughs> he talked mostly about a, his lunch. I had a, a Cuban sandwich. You know how much I love <laughs> Havana. Um, it's Mush. about... It had mustard <laughs> and pickles. Yes, Kev, we know what it's on Cuban sandwich. <laughs> Two slices of Cuban bread. Swiss cheese. <laughs> the whole Swiss, my Swiss cheese. <laughs> he calls all the cheeses by like yep. cheddar cheese. Havarti cheese. <laughs> They're all things you apply to the cheese. They're adjectives. This cheese has been Munster. <laughs> um, Herman Munster. It's about, like, Kev goes like, this song, well, this song is about, and then Ed chimes in and he's like, or Ty maybe, he's like, this song's about how much he hates Hugh Marsh, who's the electric violinist on this album. And then they just riff on that for like 50 seconds. And Kev is like, Hugh is so difficult to work with. And then they're done. That's oh, all they talk the Marsh, about. The Marsh violinists? The Marsh, the yeah, Marsh violinists? You have to use them if you want the electric violin. Yeah. The, um, what the fuck did they call him? The, uh, the, the, uh, master just, homosexual. Just add homo. Just add homo. Yeah. Just add homosexual. Why? I don't get it. Um, but yeah, that's so they just talk about how much they hate Hugh Marsh for a while. That's, it's a fun Spotify commentary. Weird to leave the album off. Yeah, with imagine that. like a session musician being at such a prima donna. Like, <laughs> you want the electric file and you come to me. <laughs> um, I imagine he looks like an old Sylvester Stallone, but with like a handlebar mustache. Yeah. But he just like he's just a piece of shit, but then he comes in and like really nails the electric violin. Of course he does. He's a little, 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 little. <laughs> He's a f- fiddlist. <laughs> Um, very simple rhyme scheme to the song mm-hmm. in general. I, it's kind of charming. Yeah, I liked the like the piano arpeggios kind of reminded me of like Benfold Five Brick. Like, oh my goodness! Yeah, I could hear that. Or the luckiest, maybe like one of his slower, more thoughtful songs. Yeah, sure. Other songs of Benfold Five, which I've definitely heard. Oh man, he's so great. Uh, I know you love him. Yeah, I I got his whole discography right, right up in there. Here. Track three, album four, go. Uh-oh, tired of fighting with me. Um, there's some weird flute on the tail of the outro to the song. It's just like, that's just there, just for fun. I just, uh, you know, a little bit of fun. You know, we need a little bit of fun here. I mean, the ending is kind of, I like the call and response on the end. The tired of fighting, tired of fighting. <laughs> it's just <laughs> him talking to himself. I don't know. But Ev, that's really, there wasn't a whole lot to this song. Yeah, sitting in my chair. It's like this song isn't even there. Wow. It's the second song where he talked about sitting in a chair. The first one, he fell asleep in the chair outside <laughs> of that dock. 
that he heard that he smelled the sugar cane come in or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, this is uh, this is a time when I want both more specificity and I'm not sure I want more specificity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh yeah. There's I enough. Know, what would I have? Oh, we how would we punch this song up? Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm. Well, I mean, do we have to keep? The I title? would add a bridge. Okay, add a little bridge. That's good. Um, maybe add some sort of. I don't know, some horns to the song, some hand claps. <laughs> you know, just a... <laughs> An air horn, there yeah, it is. Yeah, to represent, like, that could be Jim's contribution, to represent cancer, you know, rearing its ugly head at any, right. at any time. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, the, you know, like a Kev, Kev Hearn-style, cloud maintenance-style breakdown in the middle of the thing oh where it just goes God. into pure electronica Fuck for 30 yeah. seconds. What do you think? Or like industrial to represent how sure. f- how frustrating the, and uh, the hotel complex, how he has to deal with bills. And, yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, what do you think the differentiation is for Kev? Like, I'm keeping this one for my album and like, I'll give this one to the ladies. Like, cause this song went to the ladies. Do you think it's because it's of worse quality than shit on cloud maintenance or common sense? Well, I don't know. Like, do I think you're, you're asking me is do I think Kev thinks he's going to have a successful solo career or do I think that Kev I'm asking do, do you think Kev gives away his worst songs and keeps his best ones well no because consistently I have very much loved every Kev song on these albums That's I mean true. this is probably the worst Kev song so, I just don't like it wow as, as far as like it's the, my least favorite Kev song and I mean serendipity might be that for me yeah i think serendipity is better than this okay and i think even watching the northern lights i liked better i loved this. watching the northern lights i had no i think i gave that a four out of five on my recent i don't know whatever um or what about uh the one where it's i might be a doctor oh that one's pretty bad lifter but at least it's got that like the cool synths in the background at least it's got some energy to it yeah and i mean i'm not knocking a song for not having energy yeah but i just don't think this i mean we know what the song's about i just don't think it hits i mean well people remember this is why i'm comparing it to a meal people remember the beginning and the end of something the middle kind of blends and blurs and whatever but we remember how we started and you know the ending so to end with primacy this, and recency bias sure exactly to end with this is just fucking like wild like you don't have to end with just like gently dropping us off in our crib to go to sleep like you can end yeah. with some energy. That's fine. Kissing us on the cheek, butterfly kisses on our nose. That having been said, I wonder if I my resequence included and in fact ended with. Oh no, okay, all right, we're good. Never mind. That's for next episode. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just I thought you this wanted to end weird. with the sound of a fist fight. That's not bad. <laughs> I do love that. Uh, did you hear any other versions of this song? I could not find one. I found one. Oh, from Day Trotter. <laughs> Day Trotter was the picture of horses that uh, we had. They did a couple songs ago. Horrible fucking audio quality. Oh, the ones that are the... They take like B-sides and live versions of songs <laughs> and like... They, subscribe to Day Trotter and you can get all the shittiest content from your favorite artists. <laughs> the stuff they didn't want you to hear. Like they must get this shit for pennies on the dollar because it sounds like ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. The recording quality, the mic itself sounds cheap. Kevin has this like... All of his plosives pop. Like our podcast, I'm sure, does. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, I don't know. Kev seems to be playing maybe a toy piano in the beginning, which is very cute. But uh, beyond that, it sucks. <laughs> Daytrotter.com. Uh, are they still a thing? I don't know. That's a good question. Let's see. Daytrotter. Right, we got time. This episode's going to be <laughs> like 20 minutes long. <laughs> yes, of course, Daytrotter is still a thing. Uh, Daytrotter video. You can get oh, all wow. sorts of Daytrotter stuff. And the nice thing is they do do little pictures of each of their uh, the people that um, that submit to them. So on the thing, not only do we have horses, but we also have a, a very strange picture of the Brannigan ladies, uh, which are on there. I can't find it on this website, but I promise you it's there. Um, I take your word for it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, Ev, did you have anything else to talk about in reference to this song? No. Yeah. Bud? Neither no, did I. it's a lackluster end to a mostly lackluster album honestly yeah, pretty much uh, it made well, me depressed <laughs> that and, we're 11 in and we're just sputtering and sputtering and we have more to go yeah crank start so you need something to crank start me on the next album we need a crank two we need a jolt to the heart oh yeah to stay crank alive. two man i really want to rewatch crank two i was just talking to somebody about this turn into the giant kaiju and fight in the middle of the town at crank two there's like a scene where is there a kaiju he, fight he gets so juiced up or something oh, he and his yeah. opponent turn into like kaiju and they smash through a tiny city as they're battling i vaguely remember that it's Chev- I saw that chelios in man 
theaters in uh, at the Dollar Theater in Youngstown, and uh, I haven't seen it since, but I really need to rewatch it. It is a fever dream. Okay. Movie, <laughs> yeah, from I like what that. I remember. <laughs> All right. Well, is is it a giant robot? Is that what we're doing for this song? It's time for the robot roundup. Okay, last robot. Did it change from Robot Rumble to Robot Roundup at some point? You, you Did this ever have a name you, for this? You segment? announce it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I was kind of tempted, and I think this is what Kevin intended, was a fucking cop-out where all the robots, none of them were really dead because they're robots, and so they just got rebuilt, and they all sure. just hold hands and sing this song at okay. the end of the fucking thing, because I think that's Kevin's intention, but, you know, I'm going to go with what, you know, his words speak to me, and it's actually about the 1987 giant robot with an eye on the top that is piloted by a brain the technodrome bro oh okay all right so the technodrome so how is this song about the technodrome because the turtles are so fucking tired of fighting with it <laughs> it keeps coming back but it's never at its full power right and it seems like pretty much everything stops the technodrome yeah right it ends up in a pit it ends up in ice it's at the bottom of the ocean it like falls and in, falls into a hole <laughs> like, sure but like the technodrome is pretty amazing like it's a battle arena the greatest war machine from dimension x like it's a battle fortress krang head clan head, foot you know headquarters of the foot clan and shredder like it's the cancer of the turtles world like in the uh, 2009 turtles forever it can fly and also can destroy <laughs> dimensions jesus christ why didn't yeah. they just do that from like step one is just destroy i guess they don't want to destroy it they just want to but also it's it. it's a machine so you know donatello can do it anytime he wants sure okay and it's like that's what happens is like it gets up to its full power in like season three of team nt and then donatello like gets on board it's like oh yeah shit this is still running dos really <laughs> he just like deactivates it that's incredible well, yeah it's what he does yeah machines you're right <laughs> it's right excuse me i have to go do machines for a while but like yeah i mean it's the it's the technodrome and yeah. i guess my question is is it's it's a robot because it's got ball bearings. It's programmable. It's a robot. But it can also be driven, right, by Krang. Yeah, I think, I mean, you've used Bumblebee before. He can be driven. He's oh, literally yeah, a I car. guess, I guess. But he's got, like, is the Technodrome intelligent in and of itself? If you can program, it doesn't yeah. have to be intelligent. You just have yeah. to be programmable. Okay. okay. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. But let me tell you everything the Technodrome has. Okay. Before we get to whether it can succeed at the battle. Who is it even? Oh, R2-D2. R2-D2. <laughs> That's right. Okay. It's got a transdimensional portal. Okay. It's got eyeball missile launchers. Okay. It's got trident lasers. Okay. It's got surveillance eyes. It's got a mouser factory for Baxter Stockman wow. making the mousers. It's got training facilities for the Foot Clan. It's got three foot thick titanium armor. It's got tank treads. Legs if the tank treads get messed up. Oh my it's God. got a disintegrator. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty convenient. It's got cloning d- devices. It's got cloning devices. It can clone people. It's got drills. It's got an earthquake generator. It's got 972 rooms. <laughs> Jesus it's got gigantic Christ. saw blades. It's got trap doors. It's got a drill machine oh transport bay and a universe eraser. Oh my god. What does the universe eraser do? Does it do what it... It literally erases universes, but it never gets used. <laughs> okay. Because in Turtles, like a 2009 Turtles Forever, they want to go uh, and destroy the Turtle Prime universe. Uh-huh. Like, imagine, like, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, but, you know, 12 years before. Right. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of different Turtles. Like, it's 1987 Turtles, and then the new iteration of the Turtles come together to fight the bad boys, and uh, the they, Krang and Shredder want to take the Technodrome back, or Shredder and Shredder prime or whatever the fuck it is want to take the technodrome back and destroy the original turtle universe the turtles are never mutated sure they just stay turtles and you just smash them with your foot oh cool that's something like that but they don't because donatello under does machines (laughs) i mean yeah but you know who voiced uh this is a little little tidbit for you know who voiced krang in the tmnt movie out of the shadows no your best boy brad garrett no way the voice of krang whoa i need to watch <laughs> i'm a shredder i'm a shredder <laughs> i'm curious if he does like his regular voice or if he does like a krang i'm a krang brad garrett oh god no i really want to watch turtles yeah, out, me of too. out of the shadows well next kung fu night we'll watch <laughs> sounds good it's out of the show put it on the list okay got it um wow okay now you failed to mention that we do have a laundry room in the tech uh, yes. <laughs> as listed on the tmnt wiki there is a laundry room. And, uh, um, I also wrote some, oh a full prison. It's got a prison. Yeah, in there. It's got a, a prison. working prison in there. Because <laughs> uh, I was running this fast, and it's, it looks like I said a full pisser. <laughs> oh, that's fun. But they probably have bathrooms on the yeah. drum too. Or maybe Crane didn't think about that because he's just a brain, right? Does he excrete? And I mean, he's got a mouth. Do we ever see him eat? 
Oh boy, that's a great question. I don't know. Does he need? Well, how does he? I mean, you have to have something to create energy. Yeah, didn't he used to be a? Full, well, he's from Dimension X, so he might like the rules might. He's not, not a brain. Those are those are uh, utrons. Utrons all look like that. They just look like brains. They're not actually brains. So oh. I mean, he's just a creature. He's a being. So presumably, oh. he's got to have something. Is it utron or ultron? I think it's. I think utron. it's utron. I think it's utron. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know, man. But I don't... like cancer, the techno drum keeps getting destroyed and keeps coming back. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Like Between cancer. man and beast, an utron obviously is crying, yeah. and the techno drum is. I mean, it's got like an animal intelligence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, can, it can follow simple commands. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So pit it up. How big is the techno drum? It's got 972. It's fucking enormous, right? <laughs> right. There's got to be a canonical height for the Technodrome. I'm sure there is. Um, so how big is R2-D2, I guess, is my other question here. R2-D2 is like four feet, three feet. That's like, <laughs> he's like three and a half feet tall. Okay. So three and a half feet tall versus, I don't know, let's just say this is 200 feet tall. Yes. Do you think that's conservative or too much? I think that's, I think that's just, that's exactly just right. right. <laughs> okay. So, so, I mean, the big question is, how did R2-D2 beat the other one? He was able to hack. reprogram. Well, no, he was he didn't reprogram because he was uh, it was GLaDOS, right? He was trying to beat? Yes. So he was able to solve all the little mysteries. That's right. Oh, no, no, no. Was it the... Yeah. I forget. I don't know. It doesn't matter, truly. Yeah, I think he beat GLaDOS, right? Yeah, he beat GLaDOS. So, so he's able to solve the portal mysteries. Yes. Um, I guess my question is, does he get into the Technodrome? Because, like, <sighs> the Technodrome is smaller than the Death Star, right? Yeah. And R2-D2 didn't really take down the Death Star, but no. he, he kind of had his way with it. But I guess, yeah, I don't know. Is the, is the Technodrome too... I mean, if they're focused on it. If they're not focused on him, they're just going to roll by him. They barely even see him. Right. Bit. But if it's if they're in the middle of the death if, match... If the, if the Technodrome knows. And it's, is it just the Technodrome, or is the Technodrome with Tr- Krang piloting it? I mean, maybe, maybe not Krang, but it certainly has infinite Mausers. Uh-huh. It has, I mean, it's got a cloning facility, so maybe if there's some DNA left in there, we can have some human soldiers too, some foot soldiers. Yeah, okay. Um, I, think I think the Technodrome the wins. The Technodrome like, wins. If R2-D2 can get inside, like, I mean, but they'll be looking for him. Like, the thing about R2-D2 is no one ever cares about an astromech yes. droid. But in a, play, in, a, in a dimension where he is the only astromech droid, and they're like, guys, you keep, must keep your fucking eyes out for <laughs> keep your eyes peeled for an ex, uh, astromech droid. Yeah. Okay, Shredder. Yeah. Like who was that? Was that Brad Garrett? No, like Rocksteady and Bebop live in the Technodrome. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So, I can't do a Rocksteady or a Bebop. I don't remember what they sound like. I think they were like dumb and uh, did some warthog noises. Is that? <laughs> I think that was. I don't know. I miss Shredder. No, I miss Shredder. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think it just like shoots him with a fucking laser. Yeah. It disintegrator beams him. Yeah, yeah. So it got by being track 13. The Technodrome is our robot winner. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> that really sucks. Hey, man, you're the one who came up with this. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I um, know. But I, I mean, was going to do the robot rumble as my read for the album, but... I wish you would have told me that. St- no, Saker, it's too late stop. now. We have, we'll cut this out of the record. <laughs> Let's. I was going to do that for my... No, final. I got a new one. Oh, okay. All right. All I'm right. just brimming with ideas, man. You wow. Can, you're going to like this so much more. You... You're a Next real, week. I can't wait. You're a real writer, Ev. Um, okay, well then, that's that. Technodrome, congratulations. You, you are win. our robot champion. The most powerful battle arena on Dimension X. Now the most powerful robot in our world. In America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, it's time to rate this song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. So on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, Evan, what say you to the song Tired of Fighting with You? Oh, it's late at night. I'm really tired. I can't sleep. I wake up and, you know, I, don't, I sleep in the nude. So I wake up and I'm like, God, I'm just, ru- you know, just ru- ru- rolling around in my bed. I'm like, come on. This was Friday night. Okay. It's literally Friday night. I'm sitting there. It's three in the morning. Can't sleep. I'm like, come on. I'm getting pissed. And I just hear this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I turn on the lights. Nothing there. But I do see like a little like shadow slip into my my main room. So I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I got to put some put some jorts on and go take a look at this thing. Okay. <laughs> so I slip on my jean shorts. No underwear. Don't need it. <laughs> and uh, um, I look around and I just, uh, I'm looking through my house. And I got, I pull my spear off my wall because I'm worried because, you know. Forgot you keep a spear on your wall. Yeah, it's yeah. best home defense weapon. Sure, makes sense. I'm gonna wing a spear at it's you. It's got the range. It's got yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get you. You also have a hand axe. You have all sorts yeah, of uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't like guns. No, legit. but I'm willing to hack someone yeah, apart. You know. Right, that's way more. <laughs> they're gonna violent. go. They're gonna go hard. 
Okay. But yeah, so I got my spear, I got my jorts on, I'm looking around, <laughs> I don't really see anything, but then like in the ref- in my reflection in the window, I, I get like, I'm like, whoa, is there something in there? So I get closer and closer and I realize the window is actually reflecting what's behind me. So I turn around, but then the shadow runs. and <laughs> So I'm like, where the fuck did it go? Then I hear my, my screen door open and shut uh-huh. and I'm like, oh shit. So I got to go outside. Well, I don't want my neighbors to see me. So I'm going to put on like a t-shirt and I'm going to put on... Yeah, I'll still go barefoot because I don't mind the outside. Right. Uh, so I'll put on a t-shirt and I'll put on some pants because there's poison ivy out there. So I put my jeans over my jorts. Okay. And I put on a t-shirt and I'm looking around out. <laughs> True urban hunter. <laughs> yeah. In put his my, jorts with his spear. I put my, well, also there's some there's some uh, thorn bushes back there. So I put okay, my jean good. jacket on Smart. too. But still no shoes. Still no shoes. Full Canadian tuxedo now. Okay. And uh, I'm uh, out there looking around and I, I've definitely put out my uh, offerings to the Tomta and the elves. So it's not one of them. Right. So I'm asking, I'm like, dudes what's up out here and they're like something's different something's changed and i see something floating and there are owls in my uh in my little forest next to me there's okay. a fledgling owl so i'm like oh maybe it's just the owl but although they don't sound like that they don't laugh like that <laughs> and it was in your house yeah yeah and then i just hear like a like i, can't, I don't know if i can do it on the microphone but like a tink 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 uh-huh. And I turn around and there's just like somebody's in my house okay and he's just tapping on the window and i'm like oh fuck so i run back with my spear and everything and I try to open the door, but it's locked. They've locked it. And then uh, I, I see like this like shade sort of slipping into the back where my sleeping partner and child are. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I smash the window, get through the glass because I've got my I got my jean shorts sure. on and everything like that. And I walk, I run down the hall, but then like he's taken my TV out of my main room and put it in my bedroom. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, check on my kids, my kid, check on my partner. They're all fine. Then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna deal with this TV. And I see what's on it is 10 hours of thunderstorms and rain immediately falls and i immediately i immediately start to feel drowsy (laughs) and so i sit there and then i see the shade slowly walk towards me and said your wish is granted (laughs) and he slowly puts a little like stocking cap on my head like one of those Uh like like scrooge wears one of those like sleep the bed clothes and he tucks me gently in and i'm still wearing full fucking (laughs) denim (laughs) and a little with a thing on my feet are bare jean jean pants jorts underneath okay and uh yeah and then he puts a just for a safety's sake he puts a little um denim mask on my mouth <laughs> it's very kind of him. and then Ke- then the, the spirit of kevin hearn uh turns into a swarm of butterflies oh, and flies up the uh it was kev the whole time it was kev the whole time he came oh. he came to visit me he's a benevolent spirit to save me yeah he's a he's like a reverse monkey's paw it's sure. like it gives you it was- doesn't give you what you want but it gives you what you need in a bad way y- yes in a, in a way that Seems bad at the time, but ends up being beneficial to you. When a reverse monkey paw is it gives you what you hate in a great way. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, like, <laughs> uh, tray of mushrooms that are like perfectly prepared. Like I fucking hate mushrooms. Well, no, they're like it's God. like a tray of mushrooms, but then you're like, oh fuck, I hate mushrooms, but I'm so hungry, so you bite into one, but they're little cakes. Oh, I like, like that. Like those photorealistic okay, cakes in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah I like that. I checked you. Um. For me, of course, I've had a horrible skiing accident. <laughs> of course I have. Let's lead off with that. Here we go again. The year is 2036. Sager has tried to go down the Black Diamond Hill, flew off one of those ramps, had some air, had time to think about his life and his misgivings and uh, all of his misfortunes, the mistakes that he's made before he hits the ground, back broken. Uh, he's in the foothills of Winnipeg, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> nope, those are two countries, aren't they? <laughs> two countries. Um, Winnipeg and Ontario. <laughs> so um, I know so little about Canada's geography. And on Jeopardy, I play Jeopardy every day. They're constantly asking, like, uh, this most recent province in Canada is... And I'm always like, uh, Prince Albert Island. <laughs> like, I don't know anything Saskatchewan. about Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so... I am airlifted to the hospital, Winnipeg's most famous hospital. <laughs> You're scarelifted. It's like an airlift, but there's it's people. It's in October. In, there's people in. <laughs> yeah. They're doing haunted, haunted, ha- haunted hospital horror days. I'm fading in and out of consciousness <laughs> and seeing like fucking Michael Myers and leather face is just like skeletons. Is like giving you morphine and like It'll trying, be okay. trying to suture your wound shut. <laughs> yeah. They've all got. There's been this cold being passed around the hospital too, so they all sound a little bit like this. <laughs> Don't worry, we're gonna get you safe. Happy Halloween. <laughs> And they give you a little treat bag as they wheel you into the emerge ER. Uh, so I'm in the ER. And you're going to want these Snickers bars when you're out. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the ER and I wake up. I'm coming to and I've had my surgery and I'm in this hospital bed. And I realize that I'm fucking drenched with sweat. And so like I'm, I'm like trying to mop the sweat off my brow. And I look at my hand and 
It's a mitten. Like, it's just a, a, a woolen mitten. And in my other hand, the same thing. And I look down, and I have this big, heavy parka on that zipped oh, you're, up front they, with a... They, you went to Dimension X, where they can only have parkas. <laughs> well, what I've done, I, I like get up, I take the IV out of my arm, and I stand up on my the back. The IV that's I, going through the parka? I realize, oh yeah, it's right through. Uh, the back of the parka is open. Well, it's tied together. So this is in Winnipeg, of course. All of their hospital gear is... Hospital gown parkas. Yeah. They, they don't want you to get cold. Yeah, they, they don't heat their hospitals during Halloween oh, God, horror. no. Not, Halloween horror not days. During, not during the scare, scare apocalypse. Uh, that's what they call it. Scare, scare lift. Scare lifted. That's right. But I mean, it's it's part of the Scarepocalypse program they have at the hospital. Really, a bad name does not inspire a lot of confidence. Yeah, the ER stands for everyone wretches. It just smells so gross in there. They use the goof of fog or whatever. And the it is. OR stands for oh no, I wretched. <laughs> <laughs> and the EMT stand for everyone must wretch. Must must. <laughs> EMT and then an R in uh, <laughs> yes. brackets. No, everyone must tretch. <laughs> you didn't understand. Uh, so this song is, you know, my, my back might be open. I might have uh, some butt going on here. But for the most part, I'm in a heavy parka, heavy woolen mittens, big hat on my head. Um, uh, real, as you said, a sustained but Gen- relaxing fart. Gentle, gentle fart, yeah. Yes, to end this album. Oh, well, we're going to have a sustained and gentle commercial. We'll be back soon with more It's All Been Done, a Better Good Ladies podcast. <laughs> hey, Evan. So say... So say so say you have the power your power is you're really really good in bed like mind blowing you're, okay. you're capable of mind blowingly good sex but it doesn't take much imagination mm-hmm. what go ahead whenever you orgasm you have to yell out a uh, a commercial catchphrase doesn't take much imagination <laughs> but what would you be yelling out it would always be Zatteray <laughs> the juice is loose <laughs> what is that from exactly Starburst right the juice is loose yeah Starburst. Oh man, if it's oral, I hate this. Is so taste gross. the rainbow. It would be taste the rainbow. It would have to be taste the rainbow. America runs on Duncan. <laughs> America no run, no dun dun. Uh, I'm loving it. Would be good. Yeah, that would actually could be kind of romantic. I'm loving it. To yell, I'm loving it every I'm time. I'm loving it. <laughs> Army strong. Well, I wonder. <laughs> you would have to do maybe some classic ones so that like they wouldn't recognize them as a catchphrase. What's like the oldest catchphrase you know? You belong at Applebee's. <laughs> I guess so. It would be like a, a little dabble, do ya? Like some sort of like hair grease. Uh. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Oh, easy breezy. Be- if I could leave off the cover girl, those no, last. No, you can't. Those last three. You have to yell them super loud. Okay, those last four thrusts then. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. I wish you wouldn't do that. I have to. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The rest of it was good, wasn't it? It was great, but yeah. that part at the end. Uh,. What makes a melon ball bounce? That's a good one. Sprite's old catchphrase. Is that? Is that? Uh, what makes a melon ball bounce? A melon ball bounce? A melon ball bounce? What makes a melon ball bounce? The icy cold taste of Sprite. What? That doesn't make any s- sense. It's like the 40s. Oh, a melon ball is a drink. You add Sprite to the oh. melon ball to really make it bounce. Yeah. It's an alcohol. When you can advertise for alcohol. Not like today, these SJWs. You can't even advertise. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I can I kind of want to remake like old, old like mixed drinks, but every time I've tried, they've all been real bad. Like what mixed? Like oh, a, you mean like old like 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 nineteen twenties? Yeah, like a pim cup. Oh, what's up? What's in a pim's? Cup? I don't know. I think I've had a pim's cup. I just once. heard somebody ask for it on like Boardwalk Empire, and I'm like, <laughs> I wonder what's in a pim's. cup. I would cup. like to try a pim's cup. <laughs> like how we're we're definitely like our plosives are exploding <laughs> yeah. now because we're uh, a pim's cup has um. <laughs> Two ounces of Pim's number one. What the <laughs> fuck is Pim's number one? It doesn't. The original number one cup. What sort of alcohol is Pim? Ah, <laughs> you stupid shit. <laughs> oh, it's gin. A gin based spirit with a fruity flavor. Made from a secret recipe. Okay, so it's it's fruity gin, lemon juice, and ginger ale. That Wait, sounds great. It's a secret recipe. Well, yeah, but I'm sure you could substitute one of 4,000 fruity gins that exist now on the market. Yeah. Back in the day, you didn't have options. You just got the Pim's. You got to get the Pim's. <laughs> Pim's cup. A Manhattan. A Manhattan. My mommy's favorite drink. She drinks a Manhattan all the time. Or the ones that James Bond always drinks with the... Uh, all martini. Martinis. Martinis. martini. I tried one once. I don't like olives, and I don't like whatever else goes in it. It's, uh, I mean, it's real, like... I only like... Uh, quote unquote 
girly drinks. Fruity drinks. Fruity drinks, yes, is what you would call them, I suppose. But yeah, that's too alcoholic for me. Uh, a martini? Because isn't it all, it's just like vodka and bitters and, right? Yeah, bitters. You want to make your drink taste worse. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. A little, little ground up bricks. That's not bad. Throw some sand in there. Yeah, why don't we have like, I mean, all drinks taste like food, right? Why don't we have a drink that doesn't taste like food? <laughs> Hold on, hold on, we're hitting a million dollar yeah. idea, we're hitting a million dollar idea. So you go into a bar, right? Uh-huh. And uh, You ask for the Pennzoil special. <laughs> <laughs> you ever wanted to drink a gallon of Pennzoil? This is the closest you can come to <laughs> yep. without poisoning yourself. You, need- you want to know what bleach tastes like? <laughs> oh shit, a bar where everything tastes like poison, but it's not. not. Well, I mean, it is, it's alcohol, <laughs> well, but yeah, it's, okay. not a, it's not the, the horrible poison. Fair enough, yeah. So, how to make a Pennzoil special. Two ounces of Pim's cup. <laughs> Uh, did you see that they're opening the first Columbus's first dry bar? It's all mocktails and food. Hmm. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't especially have an interest in it, but I thought it was cool. Yeah. But see, here's the problem is that like, I, I think... You want to pay $10 for a fruit juice? Exactly. I mean, but also you want to pay $10 for fruit juice that someone has put a splash of, you know, well vodka in? Same thing. No, which is why I don't drink at bars. I drink at home, and yes. bars are a little too expensive. Um, but I don't know. But but you go to a bar for the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Do you? And I, I mean, do sober people want to hang out with other sober people, or do they want to hang out with drunk people? Like, drunk you know, people. Cool. The, the best. Let me tell you about the yeah, best experience true. of your life is being totally stone cold sober <laughs> while your friends that's are right. sloppy drunk. Oh man. Ooh, that's a nice, Yikeru. that's a nice experience. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fair enough. You have to You're peel right. your fucking friend off the wall so you can drive their drunk ass home. Oh. And they're like, they get real touchy in the car. I really miss Origins. They tell year. you how much they love you. <laughs> Make all these promises. Oh man, I'm never gonna do this again. We're gonna go to, we're gonna go Cancun next year. <laughs> you and me gonna go Cancun. My treat, my I'm treat. Fa- I'm, gonna, on I'm me. gonna hold you that. I'm recording you right now. Okay. Because I can't wait. Um, you know who else loves it in Cancun? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be, of course, Shin Godzilla. Ben Folds. Ben Folds. Can I link that to something? Okay. Yeah, let's do some Ben Folds. Uh, uh, so you say Ben Folds. Ben I Folds. say uh, Folds Paper. You say... Paper Mario. I say Mario Andretti. You say... <laughs> Andretti? The race car driver. Mario. I know, exactly. But what am I going to do with Andretti? Uh, Andretti's pizza. Uh, hey. It's got to be a gotta be a chain. <laughs> you got it. I'm going to say pizza pie. I'm going to say pie in the sky. I'm going to say sky is in the background of the art for Nervous Rex. <laughs> That's right. 50% rewatch, 50% first watch, 100% trauma. Joe revisits the anime Neon Genesis Evangelion while Chris watches for the first time, and they unpack everything they see. That's not going to sound right when I tell you that the latest episode was about Shin Godzilla. So they are doing, uh, I believe Hideaki Anno had something to do with Shin Godzilla, so they're doing his his other works yes. at this point. They're onto it. But actually, that episode came you. out August of 2020, and yes. it was their goodbye to the podcast. It, it's currently on hiatus, but you can zippity-zoom through all of it right now. And you that's like, all. You the- like Shin Godzilla a lot, listeners? Who's that? You like Shin Godzilla a lot? You like? Do you know who these people are that are talking about it? Uh huh. Do you? I'm I'm familiar with. Are you talking to me specifically or our listeners? I don't know why you're answering me. I'm talking to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let's leave some. How space. much do you like Shin Godzilla? Scale from one to ten. If it's a ten, you might want to listen to this podcast. If it's any other number, you'll probably find another way to. What if you really like Neon Genesis Evangelion but hate Shin Godzilla? Could you skip this episode and just listen to the rest of the podcast? Uh, on a scale from uh, one to ten, how how much of a completionist are you? I guess would be my question. Okay, okay. Well, that answers that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think we all have our answer at this. It's the point. Socratic method, right? You they got to their own. Whether they're going to listen to this podcast about Shin Godzilla and Neon Genesis Evangelion <laughs> a lot. Uh huh. The end. Ev, mm. welcome back. Now's the time when we spin this big wheel and figure out which segment we're doing. I might be a greeter at a local Target. <laughs> Piece of cake. Piece of cake. We actually know that song now. <laughs> you can't take cake out of the middle. Um, pair- <laughs> you gotta put it straight on the griddle. <laughs> pair this song with a food or drink. Hubba, hubba, What do you pair hubba. cancer with? <laughs> Hospital food. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the hospital food? Jello, right? I guess so. Yeah, Jello is one thing the hospitals can't fuck up. Do you remember Jello one two three? No, what was that? It was a 
I don't know if it's still around, but it was briefly in like the 90s. I remember you could make, it was like a, a, a Jell-O box, but it came with three different packets in it. Okay. And one of them was regular Jell-O, say strawberry Jell-O or cherry Jell-O. Next one is like a a, gel, a, a lighter Jell-O that was kind of translucent and it was also strawberry, but it was like a lighter, different texture. And then the top was foam of the same flavor yeah so it was like three layered jello oh, that sounds awesome i just remember my mom being as angry as she's ever been in her life trying to make because you had to like whip it for like 30 <laughs> minutes she's like fucking shit piece of shit like she never swears but she was pissed at the jello because you had to whip it in this and all she had was a mixer or something and it kept spraying out of the bowl oh, and my God. it was a nightmare your poor mom but it was real good oh, okay good it was okay. the best jello i ever had in my did life did you have it again after that uh no never okay. again let's go out and buy some See if it's it's like we we'll probably get it on eBay. Yeah, make some Jello one too. Does powder like that go bad? I I mean it's just sugar, so yeah, probably. Sugar goes bad. Sugar does go bad. Yes. Okay. How do you know? Ants get to it, but does it go bad? <laughs> ants get. It's covered with ants. It's bad. <laughs> All right, fair. I guess I can't argue. Um, I mean everything goes bad eventually. Like vinegar and honey, right, are the only two things that don't get vinegar. Just gets more vinegar. Yeah. E and honey can. You know, they found that honey in like the tomb of. Right. John Hotep and you know the honey the honey duke <laughs> the honey duke John Hotep yep. give me the honey is what his, it's his famous catchphrase <laughs> I need the honey <laughs> um so this is Jello one two three is one of those they used to have Jello temptations as well which were kind of like that it was like the level two that you're describing and the phone oh yeah on they top. still have those but the, but it's like no, a no, cup no. that you can buy yeah that's just, the, that's where the money that's at. the good shit that's the good set so this is a well this wouldn't be that because this isn't the good <laughs> right yeah okay this, this is like a, a mid range this is like an off brand Jello yeah because hotels aren't gonna afford the Jello you keep calling Jell-O. them hotels. I'm sorry, hospitals. <laughs> you just I, go, it's one of the most expensive hotels you'll ever stay at with the worst food and the worst service. Well, actually, probably pretty good service because they check good. on you all the fucking time. Yeah, absolutely. No but sleep. Is that what you want, though? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Do you need something? Shitty hotel. Why don't they Why don't they rent out, I know they have them in Japan, love hospitals, where you, you could just rent a hospital room for a few hours if you just think you have, I guess it's a doctor's office. Yeah, you go to, go to an appointment. It's what we call a love hospital. <laughs> love hospital. You and your partner can rent out a hospital room. <laughs> not bad to get checked out yeah together couples a couple's uh oh, physical couple's physical <laughs> that'd be fun oh we stare into each other's eyes while we cough yeah cough and while you get your reflexes tested and while they look into your i guess women don't do the cough test now that i'm thinking about it no that would be or uh vagina havers don't do the cough test they do not yeah well i guess then me and my partner cannot do a couple's physical well, you can i mean there's just different i mean i'm sure well, that is the fi- i mean that's. Let's be real. There's physical, but that's the physical is when the doctor cups your balls <laughs> in as you cough. That's definitely the uh, the high the high point. <laughs> although although we're getting in when we get into our forties, we're gonna have another little high point there with the prostate oh, exam. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're forty. Are you doing this here? No, they said like mid forties or something. Oh, like that. that sucks. But, you know, I'm a I'm a start early. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna ask for it. I am sure we could contract like maybe. Dylan Welch would do it for you. <laughs> I don't. I prefer a medical professional do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever, buddy. Um, yeah. So hospital Jello. Hospital Jello. That's it. Done and goes down done. smooth, but uh, ultimately unsatisfying. <laughs> and now's the time when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our sexy little Sega Genocide. <laughs> this is it. You're just looking at things around <laughs> the room sure now, am. aren't you? <laughs> Um, if you want to email us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. This is an email from our friend, Riley. Hi, Riley. Hi, Riley. He says, Hey boys, how much do you know about heraldry? A little bit. Can you please design a coat of arms for the house of BNL? Oh yeah, sure. Thanks, Riley. (laughs) Okay. So the BNL coat of arms, I don't know much about heraldry. It'll be quartered. Okay. For the four boys. Yeah. Right. And maybe the background represents uh, represents Steve and Andy, the people who've gone before. Um, okay, a detailed design. It often includes a shield, crest, helmet, motto, and more. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I don't know what the difference would be. Is a shield's just a shield, right? Well, yeah. I guess no. You've well, the, got the heraldry is usually uh, when you when you do a heraldic crest, it's usually on a shield. Okay, got but, it. I mean, you could you don't have to, um, but usually you, you would. That's you, you would have your heraldry. So on the shield. shield is because they were so political in the past. It's a big riot shield. I think that's the sure the shield in the middle, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, so what crest is on this big riot shield? Well, it's quartered, right? So there's 
there's four little sections. Okay, I see what you mean. I was thinking that the whole thing is the coat of arms and the middle is the shield. Oh, okay. Is that correct? We can do it that way too. Oh, I don't care. Well, the shield is just what you paint when oh, you go into battle. I see. But yeah, so, so see. coat of arms usually have like eagles and like lions rampant, hippogriffs. So the four, I mean, the animals that would be really on here. really fucking greasy ass goblin. <laughs> The animals that would be on here are, of course, the four animals that the BNL boys can transform into, which would be... Can you remember? <laughs> sure cannot. Manatee. Uh-huh. I think there was a, a giant elk, maybe, for... Alligator? That sounds right. <laughs> okay, we'll never remember. We'll pick them. one her- heraldic animal for the BNL boys. What animal represents BNL at its at its best? At its peak? At its best. At, at you know, just high times and low times. Uh-huh. Is there any, like, uh, uh, symbolic animal that has appeared in their video or something? Like, oh, remember the owl from the It's All Been Done video? Well, there was the the fish, the goldfish in the It's All Been Done video. Okay, so the goldfish. The the goldfish represents them. (laughs) Okay, good. And I think that, like, it wears, like, the crown from the weird little uh, TikTok world from the uh, um, One Week video. Yes, I agree. The the king's crown. Yeah, Yeah, and it's driving in a sweet... Okay, Camaro so, or something. So it's a uh, it's a, a goldfish with a crown on in a. What'd you say? A Camaro. A sweet a sweet red Camaro. Okay, cool. Um, and uh, the motto of the BNO boys. Um, what's Latin for like uh, sustained wet fart? <laughs> Can I should I change? I don't it? think that's that doesn't. Uh, um, let's see. Bury them deep. Oh, um, I'm just coming up with uh, with mottos. Sure, sure. Um, how about um, swing away? <laughs> uh, J. Jonah Jameson. It's got to be some line from a song, right? J. Jonah Jameson's in his own rock band. Got a okay. doppelganger in his own let's, rock band. Well, let's let's narrow it down to like three or four like key words, right? Okay. So what really um, broke into the old apartment? That doesn't define them. Though. Broke into the old apartment is a good. <laughs> What defines a BNL? What mm. defines a BNL? I mean, it's all been done. Is pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously. Yeah. So, what would that be in Latin? Let's see if it sounds good, and uh, we'll see if if that's what we want. So, tota factum. <laughs> tota factum tota sounds good. Factum is really good. Sounds pretty damn good. So, it's a goldfish in a Camaro with a crown. It says tota factum. <laughs> I might get this tattoo. <laughs> that fucking rules. And yeah. is it on a riot shield? Yeah, I mean, it would be... Well, the the shield itself would just have colors and stuff on it. Okay, you okay, okay, a, okay. You wouldn't have... So the colors of the BNL are, of course, yellow and red. Yeah, I think undoubtedly. It's a red stripe on a yellow background. Yes. A, a red diagonal stripe. A red sash on a yellow field. Yes, exactly. Wow. What a comprehensive <laughs> totifactum. I love this. This is so fucking cool. This is the tattoo we get when this podcast is over, bud. Yeah, okay. okay. Count, count me in. <laughs> I'm drunk and I'm making promises. We're going to go to Cancun and we're going to get this tattoo. We're going to get it at Cancun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They have in-house tattoos. You don't have to pay for anything. <laughs> Tattoos are free. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, totifactum, my friend. Totifactum. Ebbo, hmm. we done done it. Oh, we're done. We're done done. Okay. That's the end. Um... You can check us out on Twitter at Been Done Pod. On Facebook, it's all been done by Ladies Podcast. Our Discord is humping. It is just <laughs> pumping and humping in there. It's uh, eat fresh. You can you can eat hella fresh down there. Um, you can uh, make a mellow ball bounce. You can get do, a Pim's cup. Do all the things you want to do. Um, you can find Evan online at Evan Dickin. You can find Saker <laughs> online at Two D Six Music. You can find. Uh, that's it. That's all you can find. Yeah, you can't find anything else. I dare you. Okay. Uh, what are you plugging this week? <laughs> Small denomination coins. Ooh. Okay. Just some pennies. Some. Yeah. Remember the remember the sheer joy of having just a heavy sack of coins in your pocket. That's not bad. Whenever my just every step you take is jingling with quarters and nickels and pennies and dimes. <laughs> my son is in love with uh, coins now. He always coin coin. Uh, I hope you. I hope you wash them. I don't. And I don't wash him. so. Well, yeah, they, they cancel each other out. But every time he sees a nickel, he goes, big coin, and goes, Ugh, as he lifts it up, he pretends it's very heavy. He is your son. He's so cute. Um, yeah, but I'm, I want to bring him back. Bring back the penny, buds. Bring No, eliminate the penny. No, that causes massive inflation. Okay, that's fine. You never want to eliminate your small denomination coins. Is that you real? You want to keep them forever. Okay, all right. 
you know more than I do. I'm going to plug at PimsGB this week on Twitter. That's, of course, the Pims uh, Twitter feed with such delightful tweets as, it's time for an outdoor picnic, and (laughs) clap for getting the inflatables pumped up in time for the sun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just got a lot of summer shit going on. Oh, well, it is summer street. and they're selling alcohol. Yeah, I guess. Do you want to drink gin during this? Yeah, you I, do. A gimlet? Mm, that's, that's true. A good, that's the a good drink. The first time I got destroyed drunk, I was drinking gimlets all night long. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. It's it like would. a, it's not sweet. It's like a refreshing like lime and gin and mint. Okay, and well, the way I did it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I think you have a different drink. The way I did it was 50% gin and 50% sweet and lime juice. And a gigantic thermos. <laughs> That'll do. A little, little pimmel do ya. A little pimmel do ya. And that's our catchphrase on this. So as we always say, a little, little pimmel do ya. Pimmel do ya. <laughs>